0: John wanted to go deep. And he's got him.
1: Jamison Williams eating up the yardage again. Here's a big hole. Look out. He is gone. Trybean Henderson. A hand of Reese Hall. Reese Hall.
0: Welcome to Burning the Red Shirt. Um, I'm your host Zach Town. It's just me and Chris tonight. Um, Andrew couldn't make it tonight, so I know his name's up on here, but um, Chris is going to fill in for both of them. To,
1: uh, run it's a lot of pressure. A lot of. <laughs> oh man, I'm I am stressed out about it, but I I'm hoping I can be as diabolical and as witty as Andrew. Probably so not, um, but no, not many people not. can do that.
0: But um, I know you probably are watching the stream, you see our new cool layout we've got here. Um, I've spent a lot of time on it, more than I probably should have done, but I wanted to make it look cooler than just the stream yard, the three of us together, so. Um,
1: It looks good, man. I like what we're doing. I think we can uh, always have improvements. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think over time we'll continue to progress, but you know, that's just how life is. So I think it's awesome. I think we're uh, adapting with the times now that more than seven people listen to us. So we have to kind of, (laughs) we have to do that.
0: We're at almost 300 followers, right?
1: Yeah, I don't want to jinx it because <laughs> I, 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 like I've never been so nervous about hitting 300 followers, but here we are.
0: We've been grinding the the social media game. I, I say re- we I re- you have been, but
1: it's been a combination. It's been a, um, a full team effort. I will say. I remember joking like oh my god we got 25 people to follow it like we conned 25 (laughs) people into following us here we are at 300.
0: my favorite thing is i'll start tweeting from the account and then you'll message me in the the little g chat it's like zach i didn't know you were tweeting right now and you're like sending out all these these tweets and i'm like just spamming the thing with graphics and everything
1: yeah we're so unprofessional (laughs) The, the communication is just awful you will like you'll see the notifications and stuff and not respond, which is fine. But then like, you'll read DMS, and then not respond. And then oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I click into it accidentally. And I'm like, wait a second, I don't remember that. Like, I'll tell you, you have no idea what we're doing. What's but hard doing is it.
0: when you um, when, I get, when you get a DM, and like, my notification will come up on my screen, and I'll click it. So it takes me straight to it. And then I'll like, I'll back oh. out of it. So I a lot of times I don't even read it
1: we don't then, like, mean to yeah, i don't yeah. see the thing is i don't do notifications yeah i know andrew's a big notification guy on like discord and stuff but like, i've turned a lot of those off i turned all that stuff as yeah. off yeah all that stuff's off yeah so, so i don't know
0: um but i think we can go ahead and jump into you actually from your personal account tweeted out um yeah, from yeah. My personal account it was um like who yeah. are your guys
1: in yeah football? Yeah, so it, it started last year. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it was like a, I thought about it randomly. I don't know why, mm-hmm. yesterday or maybe the day before. And uh, so I tweeted it out, but it was basically like, you know, over a year ago, it was like a year ago in like four or five days, you know, we, uh, we I tweeted out, hey, like, you know, who are your guys? Like, who are the yeah. guys that you believe in? And, you know, it's, it's no fun to be like, saying hey my guy is travion henderson this year like you know that's he's a top five it's pick, like saying know?
0: all my favorite players lebron james like okay yeah
1: Shaq's cool you know what i'm saying <laughs> like of course yeah of course he's cool man right. um so everybody had a good time of it last year everybody had amazing whiffs myself included and yeah. we had amazing hits well not everybody and uh and everything in between and so i figured hey mid-July we're almost there we're like six weeks away let's just do it again and it was one of my more popular tweets more recently and we had a lot of good responses i thought like the the people mentioned and the players mentioned were great i thought it'd be a good conversation to have and so here we are
0: well i i want to go ahead and start this by saying you know i'm learning how to do all this kind of transition to do new screens and everything so if we have a little hic- few hiccups apologize um but yeah it's go good here go ahead and switch over to the tweet um uh, that how our, our cameras moved to a different spot mm, look at that <laughs> but you tweeted out who is your guy this was in july almost a year ago almost exactly a year ago. yeah um who is your guy for college fantasy football season at each position um and you and this
1: was the original tweet, right? like from a- Yeah, so my original tweet last year, this is where I said some people were amazing and some people were not. I said Kenny Pickett was my dog at quarterback and like Bainbridge laughed at me and then decided <laughs> to win thousands of dollars off of me, which which is another story in itself. That's yeah. like not a new thing. And then Anea Smith, in Zay Flowers, and then I said not available for Titan, which we'll come back to it with uh ATL Dan.
0: Which by the way, yeah, that. I was about to say you like
1: Yeah, yeah, no, know, no, no. Let's not right. let's not get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. but we'll get there. we'll get there. But I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, you know, people are allowed to to improve and progress as individuals. Right. And right. I think uh maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I don't know. But that's the original tweet. So um this, I guess it was yesterday, right? Tweet. Yeah, Just this is the, ago.
0: this is the the one that you I'd already set it up. So a little over a year ago, Bainbridge laughed at me for saying Pickett was the guy, was my guy at QB last season. Let's run it back. Who is your guy this season? And we got quite a few responses for this. Um, I wish it was on the the BTR account, but you know we'll take your personal account and link it. Back well,
1: to you know, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I I I have uh, worked hard for the following, and, and I'll retweet it right now from the btr account well thank goodness thank goodness we got (laughs) that
0: all 298 so you're we'll just start with you then yeah your guys as if you had to ask
1: yeah i mean all right so here we go right like i've talked to i talked about plenty of them right at least three of the six in in tweeting Mm -hmm. plenty right um, one I haven't talked about a ton uh, is Brendan Armstrong, but I have drafted him a good bit. My mm-hmm. projections have him as a, my, I think, I believe, my third rated quarterback. Um, and I've looked at it today because it feels like if you talk to enough fantasy college football guys, like you literally, like you can run into this conversation like every single day. Like if you talk to people every single day, you'll run into it like three times a week, four times a week, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conversation is like, right, like with the new coaching staff, what's gonna happen, right? Like, Tony uh, Elliott is a, (laughs) and I don't blame him for saying this, is kind of an offensive killer, right? Like, at Clemson, his more recent years has been pretty abysmal, and that's 100% fair. Um, but I don't think, and it's weird to say this, I don't think the actual talent for college talent has been the same. As Clemson in more recently uh, years. And I would say too that, like, even when I have lowered expectations, I went ahead and lowered total plays and, you know, I made them more rushing heavy, which is stupid because, like, they have zero running backs so that are worth anything. Um, you know, I said they would score less, and I still have Armstrong as a third rated quarterback. And that's like with 80 less passing attempts yeah. than last year. But here he is. I mean, I you know, I have him as a QB3 and he's being drafted in the 6th or 7th round, which I think is putting him in the teens, you know, like yeah. 13, 14, 15-ish at least. Right. I don't know. Like I don't, do we know do does the public know where you stand on UVA's offense? I I have a
0: hard time thinking they re- just regress to where they're unusable. I know that you know we say Tony Elliott's a an offense killer and everything. I just don't think a new coach survives by coming in and saying, you know what? That really worked for them last year. I'm just going to throw all that out and make it not work. I feel like you got to just ride, let it ride this year with the talent that you have and then kind of build. Maybe you build your defense and you maybe implement some of your schemes that you want to run, that you want to kill the offense with. But let's don't go full kill right away. That makes sense.
1: Oh, I agree 100%. That's, like, where my train of thought is. And even when being conservative, I still really like them. Yeah. Um, like, if you were a coach,
0: and let's say you had a philosophy that you're a triple option guy. Let's just say. Why they hire you, I don't know. But let's say they did. You come into to UVA, and you've got this offense. Um, sorry, my volume's not high enough. Okay. Well, let me turn it up. But... I'll get a little closer does that work Is that better sure or no? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see so it's, it's a new setup for us so it, it's very possible that we're not um full full tilt yet but anyway um i think if you come in and you're a triple option guy and you have all this offense these offensive weapons that i think you have to just use what you have and if you succeed this year it's Maybe it's because of just the offensive talent you have. And then next year you can kind of take that leap into saying, this is what I'm going to do, or maybe it's possible coaches evolve and they say, you know what? I really like that. And I'm going to implement some of that in my offense. And maybe they become, you know, they take their step forward, but I have a hard time, I have a hard time believing that they're just going to suck.
1: I just don't think it's to yeah, suck. It is it's such a polarizing subject. Mm-hmm. Um because like the proof is in the pudding and he, Elliot has not been great, but it's such a difference between last mm-hmm. year's UVA yep. offense and that, which is what makes it so like fun to talk about and like debate <laughs> and I respect and and uh you know, I value all opinions around it because like I don't think it, Like, we're all just like, you know, we're just all shooting in the dark at this point, right? Like, we have no idea. that's the thing is like with college players and college coaches, they make great decisions and they make the worst awful dumb like decisions that like even you and I could figure out and be fine with. Um, My thing is just to round it out because I have have Keaton Thompson as my, I said running back, but I guess really you should be like running back slash receiver or whatever. I don't know um so i can spend an an extra second here on it but there's so much talent like in terms of college football talent right like this is not like your your guy's gonna be nfl superstar or draft in the second round this is just straight college football talent there's so much of it between armstrong thompson wicks um you got uh lavelle davis Like there are Billy Kemp is a great college football player. Yeah, There's so much talent there and they're all receivers, Mm -hmm. you know, like you'd have to be a complete idiot (laughs) to not try to take advantage (laughs) of that. And it's possible. I'd love for him to be an idiot. I'm a Virginia tech fan. Please don't do any of it. Just force the ball to Mike Collins or whatever, whoever the running back is just just hate it off 100 times, please. Like, because you know, that's gonna be so awesome, right? So not not to be the dead horse. But th- those are those are my guys, I think just based on ADP right now. I think Armstrong's close to sixth, seventh round. And I, I saw today with uh, campus to Canton data, that Keaton is like a 14th rounder in June. That's a no brainer, like, absolute no brainer. Yeah. So
0: So you want to talk about your receivers?
1: Yeah, of course. i mean i'd love to right? <laughs> i didn't
0: want to move on until you did
1: well well i will say, to round out running back real quick jabari small okay. my other running back i mentioned you know i tweeted about him a while back on the btr um accounts you know he he was like a 12 to 14th rounder i you see him a little bit now closer to like the 10 11 12 13 like he's moved up mm-hmm. a little bit um but that offense is just gonna score right like they're yeah. just gonna And they're going to be in a lot of good situations. SEC East isn't, like, super dominant. Obviously, against Georgia, he might have a dud. I mean, but who doesn't, right? But It's like what Andrew said.
0: Andrew said that they're going to be more
1: fun than good. More fun than good, right? Yeah. And I think that's going to be the case for a lot of weeks. And I think the nice thing about about Tennessee is that you could probably guess the weeks they're not going to be good. (laughs) That's going to be Georgia. You know, that's going to be those tough matchups. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at receiver... Jake Bobo and Brew McCoy. Obviously, you guys have have followed the BTR account and myself enough to know this. Um, Bobo is a replacement for um, Kyle Phillips, although he's a different sized. You know, he's not the same receiver, but that's like the the idea is that he's going to be the receiver one for UCLA, and then Brew McCoy, obviously the the Tennessee receiver. I think Tennessee's offense is so good that we can get a receiver two out of this that's, like, going to be very valuable. Like, you telling me 60 catches, 900 yards, and eight or nine touchdowns, and he's being drafted, if you're lucky, at the earliest, like, 20th round. You know, and the same with Bobo. Bobo is is hitting maybe 17, 18 in some, like in some drafts. Right. But I think both of them have the potential for like sixty nine hundred in in eight or nine, maybe ten touchdowns, and I think at that point, like that's a great that's a great pick, you know, like twelve they, team they're being leads, drafted, like, It's perfect, yeah. You're talking about like the two hundredth ranked player, 220, 230. You know, that's a that's a really good stat line for that that number. Are you? I think we've talked about McCoy a ton, so maybe we yeah. skip him. But like, what about Bobo? Like, what do you think about Bobo and UCLA's maybe passing offense? I
0: think he's in a really good situation. Like, we he was at Duke and he put up pretty good numbers. I feel like he's got way more talent here than he did there. I'm I'm just going play like real simple things, right? Like, it's more talent around him means more production from him like kind of steps his game up but he's got he's, he's got the size right he's a pretty big guy right
1: he's like six five yeah yeah so six four six like five
0: if nothing else like they say get down inside the inside the five ten yard line he's a good target to have brew mccoy also right like you get down inside the the in the goal line situations and like you could boot out and he's wide open in the back of the end zone like my tweet that i pulled off from the uh Uh, BTR account with the whole logo meme. You remember that? Yeah. (laughs) I I love that. It's It's the the scenario that I thought of. I said, you know, if they get in that situation and, you know, Hooker's scrambling for his life back there, he's got a big target to throw to back there. Now, whether he makes it on the field or not, that's a whole whole other conversation. But if he's on the field, I feel like he's one of the most talented guys out there
1: yeah i think so, i came at it with a mentality of i want to pick guys that are like pretty mid to late yeah and see what happens you know like, like i know my analysis is stuff. pretty
0: like just simple but like I, I try to like simplify things to where like we overthink a lot of stuff he's like oh you know is is he gonna get enough targets here You know, enough like enough yeah. targets there is he is he gonna be on the field enough when you just really break it down a six foot five, 220 pound wide receiver is hard not to throw the ball to in the yeah. red zone.
1: And he was a former four star. Maybe. I don't think five he was a star. five star. Brew. Was he? I
0: thought Brew was a five.
1: I guess he it depends. probably was, but I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I think to it see depends it on community.
0: which, you know, recruiting service you, yeah. you look at, but
1: I, that's a great point. I think at some, at certain points we get too fancy and that kind of mm-hmm. goes to the UVA potentially, right? Like it's, yeah we're trying to think too hard like you think he's got a great offense like and I it doesn't matter get, coaching him right it's like i can funny you say him. that
0: it's funny you say that because like i thought about this earlier today when we were prepping this like um our our guys that we have and i i submitted mine i don't know where it is on this this tweet but um I, one of the receivers i wish i had added was Lavelle davis because i think it's the same scenario he's 6 foot 7 200 30 pounds, whatever he is. And Mm -hmm. like how do you not throw him the ball a few times a game
1: in the red zone?
0: At the very least.
1: I think that the thing is there that if you do not like if you are down on UVA's offense at all, you cannot like Lavelle Davis. Like you can't come up in here (laughs) acting like Lavelle Davis is gonna do something. He's not even being drafted, right? Like he's not even he is a last round type player, which I can understand the upside. And I like the upside. I think there is some value to it. Like, mm-hmm. I was totally on board with us taking him in the btr dynasty startup, Where draft. Did we grab him. Uh, I think we were mid 20s. Yeah, mid to late 20s. If I had to guess. Yeah. But like, if you think they're down, then like, don't come up in here acting like the 29th round Lavelle Davis is going to be something <laughs> when there's so much talent. Like, what are you, what are you grabbing? What is Lavelle Davis grabbing? You know, like, and are you really using him in a redraft with like not a ton of volume? Because he's not going to get a ton of volume. He's going to be a touchdown guy unless they move him to tight end, which you guys talked about on the CTN chasing the Natty podcast with, um, or a show with, uh, Jared, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. Like if they move him to tight end. Yeah. Complete new story. If well, they I keep think... him as receiver, then like don't don't start with me. I can't do it. Like he could.
0: He I feel like he's got a really big bright future if he moves to the tight end because he's got wide receiver a skill set of a wide receiver. But
1: well, it feels like he'd be smart. He's tore his ACL twice now. I believe it'd be good for him to like bulk up a little bit and learn how to do a little bit of run blocking and mm-hmm. then. You know just be a guy in the end zone you know like the last couple of years uva's offense has had a tight end that's gotten like a 13 to 15 target share yeah and like before that it was i think it was like tony tony Pulgin or Pulligan, or i don't know how to pronounce that but yeah. he was pretty good and now they don't really have that guy you know jelani transferred in so like what does that mean for their offense now that they don't have that tight end but i feel like we've talked a lot about my picks so let's I think we should probably yeah, roll let's on. Move
0: on um so Jared he posted his I don't know if he's watching this live or not. it's a different setup so can't really see but um he went with Tyler Shuck from Texas Tech quarterback Dedrick Parson Hawaii right yep okay. and then wide receiver Brian Cobbs from Utah State and Michael Trigg at tight end like he said he made sure he said i liked him before he got popular and that's true i do remember him being on trig for a while
1: yeah he was I'm, on him i remember seeing that
0: transfer and i thought that's pretty interesting i didn't like fall in love with it but i said you know what like there's a lot there to unpack and i think i think that's a good tight end to kind of hit your wagon to
1: potentially yeah yeah, no, I think he's a, um, I think that's his best pick because the other ones I will, I will have some debate. Well, not necessarily Cobbs, but the other ones I'll have some debate with. Like, I think Trig is. Uh, he was definitely on him early. Yeah. To say he's tight end two is definitely a hot take because mm-hmm. I think the consensus is obviously Mayer and Bowers in some order is one two, and then I think um, obviously Coons from UD, uh, ODU is like up there as well. So like I think O, you know. Trigger's tight end too is is pretty uh is is fairly spicy in the world of tight ends. Right. Um. You know, if you're calling Tyler Shuck your tight end or quarterback eleven, I don't know. That feels that feels mild. You know, like it feels like like I went to Kroger and bought mild Italian sausage, not the spicy <laughs> brand. Because, like, I mean, either he's gonna be a tight end. Uh, I keep saying tight end he's going to be a quarterback in the top 10 or he's going to be a quarterback in the bottom hundred. I mean, it's possible he doesn't win the job. Yeah. I mean, like he's either going to be really, really good or he's going to be either, you know, really, really bad. Like there's, so saying quarterback 11, I have more, uh, I have more uh, faith in Jared to be thrown out quarterback 11 and call him (laughs) your guy. Like that's all I'm saying. Yeah. All
0: right. Let's move on to some other, um, we'll kind of skim through. Oh, there's mine by the way. Um, but Heath Boyd says Jarrett Dagey. I'm is that Dagey that how you say that dope Do, I think Daigie. it's Dagey. I think it's Daigie, too. Don't quote me. Um, the quarterback from Western Kentucky, uh Tajay Spears, who is also on my list. Um, Trey Palmer, wide receiver from Nebraska, yep. and tied in Michael Aziki. Azike. Say that,
1: Yeah. Azique. maybe <laughs> I think that's a great pick for UCLA. Like, I think that's a great They like to use the tight end. As a matter of fact, Andrew
0: drafted him. Yeah. Andrew drafted him in this eliminator that I'm in with him. He got him in the 11th round, the double tight end premium. Andrew, Andrew, instead of going no quarterback, he went no tight end for a while.
1: So that feels, that feels on brand. (laughs) Um, I think that's a good pick. I know, like, a lot of guys I respect, obviously, Josh and Mike are both on him. And I think Josh is, is it Josh? Or maybe it's Kyle Francis, or is like, is like actually in on him. And then I think Mike is just reading the tea leaves and like seeing what's posted. I don't think it's a dumb pick. Is fully on top of it. I think it's, like, I think it's, it's a solid pick. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you're, if you're looking for like a direct replacement of last year's production, why not?
1: and who else are they throwing to besides bobo like they're gonna throw it enough like they're definitely run they're gonna be more run than pass but when they have to pass it it eventually like who are they throwing it to right usually if you
0: run to pass the tight ends are in play
1: yeah because they're on the field right Right. they're on the field every time right you know you run in the situation where you know like a texas tech right where you get four receivers to, every yeah. single side, you know so it's a little bit different obviously i think Daggy's cool i think you but like we'll talk spears when it comes to you trey palmer is just a straight system whipple i think it's whipple right like i i know jared loves talking about them and and somebody else loves talking about it but that's a whipple effect right like i don't know i just i don't know casey thompson He's kind of moved up. He's kind of moved up in drafts. I don't know. I'm just not like... I'd rather go with the guys I know and, and like. I, I feel like I know and feel like I love over a guy like Palmer, but I can't hate on it by any means. Yeah.
0: Okay, well then we'll get to mine. I'll go ahead and do mine. Obviously, Daquan Finn is my quarterback that I'm, of course. I'm riding with. Um, I like, I like his upside in that offense, especially when they haven't really declared a running back one yet. I think they may not have a true running back. One, it's possible that they kind of just share the load, and Finn kind of shoulders more of it than maybe he would have last year. It's all optimism for me, but
1: do you think, think that like maybe that like pushes him to more goal line stuff too? Because they don't have a reliable, yeah,
0: it's reliable running back. I mean, look, they could have two very good running backs, and they just don't know who to pick. That that's possible, also. Um But. I'm leaning on the fact that they're going to give Finn a little bit more responsibility and his numbers just increase across the board. Even if it's, you know, 10, 15% across the board, I think that's pretty good in terms of his projections.
1: He had some big games last year. Like his second half of the season, I don't know what the numbers were, but like you, he might've ended as like a top 20 quarterback if you took just the last six or seven games or something like that. Like some of those games are insanely good. The weird thing about the Mac is that like a guy like Flint, uh, Finn will go for like nine points or her he'll go for like 44, which is why I would say he is such an awesome pick in best balls. Like if you're in a best ball right now and he's available and I think his, his price range is probably seven, eight, nine maybe yeah. eight, nine, 10 in terms of rounds and he's available right now, take him. Yeah. I think his, his upside, especially if you're a little bit thin on, if you haven't gone heavy on a quarterback, like his upside is insanely good. Like that's a guy that, you know, you take a fin here, you take a bone Nix at the end because like, you know, Nix will start all season he'll get yeah. you, you know, stats in at the very last round where you get like 20, 20 points, 22 points and you know, worst case scenario, you're fine. But, I love I I love Finn for best balls especially.
0: All right, um, then I went Ty J. Spears and Ari Broussard from Rice. I'm gonna ride with him still. We took. It him feels in a, like. Go ahead, go ahead. Say what you're gonna. I was say.
1: just gonna say it feels like you you kind of wanted him in the in the uh, dynasty startup. We, we did. No, let me. This is okay, a progression. Okay, you kind of wanted him, and then you kind of fought for him. You got him. And now you feel like you have to like you have to get have to go all for in. it. Yeah. Yeah. So now it feels like you're all in on him. Yeah.
0: Um, I that's that's probably a very fair assessment of where I stand with him. Um, do I think he's a top 20 running back? Probably not. Um, but do I think like he could surprise us and and get a thousand yards? Very possible. And like their offense is gonna be bad. Like if he's their best player, they might just feed him the rock a bunch,
1: and we get lucky, and he, you know, gets us a bunch yeah. of points.
0: Um, yeah. Uh,
1: or, tell me what. What do you think his height and weight is? I always love this because I fall victim to this all the time. What do you think his height? If and I weight had is? to
0: guess, he's like five nine,
1: like two hundred. He is six foot two fifteen. So it's <laughs> a little taller not, than I thought. Not the worst guess ever, but not great. Yeah. Um,
0: Running backs are hard because like they're either really tiny, or they're just like bowling balls. They're just yeah, <laughs> built like a brick. Or
1: They just completely surprise you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, uh, uh Vaughn, like, if you didn't, if you just never saw him, you're like, Oh, he's probably like, you know, six foot yeah. 115 pounds, just a workhorse running back, then you go look at him and you're like, Oh, shit, that He's not as big like, as I thought he was.
1: He's like five two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Um, all right. Let's move on to my neck my wide receiver, Donovan Green. I really liked Donovan Green before he got hurt last year. That was such a bummer he did. And that offense has a lot of upside. I know they have At Perry. I think it can support two two wide receivers
1: for sure. Easily. Yeah. Easily.
0: And I I think I don't know if this is necessarily a reach here, but I've I've kind of liked him for a while so I'm going to That was my wide receiver. I had a hard time picking a wide receiver
1: honestly. That feels like a great receiver. You know, you've been yeah. on him for a couple of years now almost, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, he's kind of got that Brew McCoy situation where like I think sometimes we try to pick guys that are going to be like superstars receiver ones. Yeah. But like in in some situations like RB ones, but like you don't need that necessarily to have like a ton of value, right? Especially
0: like, in deeper leagues. Like if you if you're playing in like our dynasty league like a 20
1: team, team league, yeah,
0: yeah, or that, or you know, it's 16 teams and you have to start all these players. That I think was it was it two quarterbacks, three running backs, four receivers, two tight ends? Like, it's there's a lot of starting positions, so having depth is very important. And if you have a guy that could potentially be a top 25, 30 receiver as depth, that's pretty good,
1: yeah. I would say if there's a guy that I would like, look back at myself in like four months and be like, I'm an idiot. Like, what was I thinking?
0: A McCoy. Or like,
1: what was I not thinking? <laughs> not not necessarily anti Bru McCoy, by the way. <laughs> but like, in terms of like, well, of course, Donovan green makes sense. Like, that feels like that feels like a comment that could come out of my mouth. Much with you know, like a Bru McCoy what was I thinking? Oh, my God. <laughs> You like one that. of the other is going to happen in like four months, um, at least. Yeah. But I think it's a good pick. He's not being picked high at all. I like your Trey Knox pick. I think like anytime, yeah, uh, you know, if I don't know if you watched it, but like the show I was on with um Jared and Nate, the Chase and mm-hmm. Natty this week, the Price Is Right game. Yeah. You know, Nate brought up a great point. Like he loves going for tight end. He loves going a guy that's either going to be like top five type or like or just complete bust right yeah and jaheem bell was a great example of it and i think trey knox is a great example of it at like the tiniest of costs yeah they Um, don't have a receiver
0: right like they they're going to be looking for targets across the board they got hazelwood though right
1: He's the one who transferred. They do. In. They have Matt Landers, but like, yeah, but like what, have, what, have, like his ADP has been moving everywhere. I remember taking him in like the ninth and 10th. Yeah. And then I remember taking him in like the 20th and then you have like Matt Landers being picked in the 20th and then you've taken him in the 30th. Like nobody has any idea what's going on there. Right. So I think Trey Knox is just a, I mean, like, has he ever been picked before the 25th round? That's I don't what I'm saying think like,
0: so. if, if you're going to punt on tight end, that's the guy you punt with. Right, like I feel like he's yeah. he's got a lot of upside in in that offense. Looking for targets, I mean they got to replace a lot of production, and I don't know that the one guy is going to do it. But why not Knox? He's been there forever. <laughs> he's had he's been a wide receiver. He's been a tight end. And would, didn't he have like dual eligibility? Or maybe I'm I'm thinking of somebody else. But I thought he had like wide receiver eligibility.
1: Yeah, and then now he's, he well, he's it's not that end. beneficial, right? Like no, no, no. I'm just saying, like he's, he's the rare situation where it's like he went from his uh, position where he's only eligible in, and it's not all yeah. that great. To like he'll get the tight end. I think he actually is getting tight end eligibility right now, but yeah, it's not all that great to have the duel But you know, it's, that's not my point. Right I'm there. I'm
0: saying in a in a like a practical sense like if if they're willing to give him wide receiver eligibility as a tight end that means he has a wide receiver skill set right
1: potentially yeah for sure that's the yeah. way i look at it anyway
0: um so if he's got a wide receiver skill set playing tight end that could be he, he might be a, one of those guys that's a better pro than a college player
1: he came in as like a big recruit that's right what I'm like i I would say either he does something this year or he's just absolute hot garbage that's that's fair it's my like I don't think he has any NFL potential if he doesn't do anything somewhat relevant
0: but see tight ends are year. different to evaluate like can he block if he can block he's got a job in the NFL
1: he's a former receiver so like how much are you expecting him <laughs> to block did,
0: I, no i don't i don't know that's I'm my just, thought
1: right like yeah all
0: right let's let's move off of me we, we've, we talked about our picks. A while.
1: Can we go uh, Eddie Titus? Do you have Eddie Titus in there? Uh, I can I can tee it up because last year, I'll see the right quick. Well,
0: did he reply to your answer? Mm, might be it,
1: it might be a little tricky how he did it. Yeah, he did reply. But last year, he tweeted out a response to my, uh, my who's your guys? Mm. He's, this is incredible. Like, if you were in a league with Eddie Titus, you lost. <laughs> you just lost. He had Bailey Zappi. He had Letty Brown. Yeah, had Travelle Harris, and he had Trey McBride. Mm. You are not finding a better single mention for each of the four than that, right? Right. Were you I'm on solid. Letty Brown at all last year? Not in a, like, I'm going to ride or die for this guy, no. <laughs> I mean, he rode or, you know, he ride or die for, like, four dudes. Travel I mean, Harris, was he the one that got hurt or not? Travelle no, Renard Bell got hurt, right? Yeah. So, like, Travel Harris was really good. Like he just he he nailed it. So do you have his pulled up, or should I? Don't, I, do I don't it know it where I don't see it. So, all right, so I got it right here. So he got quarterback Clay Millen or Millen from uh, Colorado State. Yeah, he's got Isaiah Bowser, which is great for me because I have so much Isaiah Bowser. <laughs> it's like it's gotten insane. I have I've had to pump the brakes. He's got Rasheed Rice, um, high pick. So I'm not gonna give him straight credit for that one. Jesse Matthews, San Diego State, which was weird because, like, San Diego State threw the ball, and they kind of did it well, yeah, which was, like, not a thing for a long time. But they don't throw and a lot now, of volume, though. No, but somehow he was good. It was weird yeah. Yeah. last year. Elijah Cooks is his third and final receiver, and his tight end is uh, Bartholomew from Pitt.
0: You sure that's not Andrews picks? Because those sound like a lot of Andrews guys. They do
1: sound like Andrew. <laughs> they do.
0: He's, maybe he's been playing us this whole time. That's actually Andrew going as Eddie Titus. That's
1: I don't. Right. I need to. I need to find out where the connection is with that name. Not saying it's not possible. I just don't know yeah. if it's likely at this current current stage. But I was so impressed. I will Darkness. say
0: it was a little. Right I've actually got it right here. Looking. I this. was a
1: little underwhelmed by the numbers based on who he picked last year. But then again, right? Like last year, did I read that list of four and be like, "These are amazing picks"? Probably yeah. not, right? Like, so I I was pretty anti-Levy, uh, Letty Brown last year. Yeah. So
0: um, we'll do a couple more, and then we can kind of go along for time here. But we can move on to our win totals. We like to do, but uh, Bainbridge Clayton Tune quarterback Donovan Edwards as a homer pick um jaden bray wide receiver oklahoma state and bryson nesbit tight end
1: he's big on nesbit these days i don't know um much at all about nesbit so i'm very curious how that goes or why right that's a unc tight end right like yeah not like it's a position that like is like super heavy you know i know they've had some overarching success at tight end but um that's interesting you know and he didn't he didn't he didn't go deep let's just say that he didn't go deep <laughs> besides nesbitt because bray is a top eight rounder edwards is awesome top five rounder and tune is obviously a guy that's been known
0: All right, I'm, I'm gonna name a couple more just to kind of run through them so clint carlson uh discord um member um, yep chris reynolds quarterback day day hunter running back christian wells wide receiver and ryan jones tight end um tommy harvey who by the way um on jared's mock thing he did was that, about a week ago yeah. i was i wasn't in it but i was watching it live and i was chiming in commenting and this guy took daquan finn who do you take? daquan finn and brew mccoy like back-to-back picks
1: you got a fan
0: yeah exactly so i said oh yeah for sure and then he followed us like immediately. Cause I kept like, I kept saying like, when is Finn going to go in the draft? Like it was, it was getting to like 14, 15th round. I'm like, okay, Finn needs to go soon.
1: Mm-hmm. And he finally,
0: mm-hmm. he finally bit the bullet and did it. But.
1: That's a good, it's a good group of guys. He's gone, yeah. um, uh, transfer running backs. He's yeah. also in my 50 teamer. He's in my hmm. conference for the 50 teamer, which I did not know who he was until uh, today. So. Um, Jared gave him some street cred. It was yeah. some mock drafts. So uh, Eddie recently. Titus is
0: right below him, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. I skimmed over it, didn't see it.
1: But unbelievable. Um, Cam Ward was
0: Tommy Harvey's quarterback. Brandon Campbell, Wheaton, Corey Kiner, um, Corey Crooms is his wide receiver. We've talked about him. How he's got like a low floor, but he has a high ceiling. Like his range of outcomes is pretty wide. Um, and then Zach Kuntz at tight end. Um, I think, unless you have another one you want to add, I think we can kind of move on.
1: Um, I mean, I think we have to go ATL Dan.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. I think we have to go ATL Dan. So
0: many other responses. So if you want to read the other ones, there's. Yeah,
1: please check out the uh, thread. Yeah. Um, so ATL but... Dan.
0: Uh, what a cop
1: out. This guy is just <laughs> lost all his straight cred. I don't know where he. How to lose straight cred in one day. Yeah. He... He said, Dart, I don't care. I don't okay, care. I don't it. care. I don't pretend to believe I can evaluate nice. tape, but the reasons he's getting knocked are weak. I feel comfortable <laughs> with the risk. Then he said, Kenny McIntosh, sneaky talent, low cost with injury prone co RB1. I'll take it. By the way, both of them, great options. I love them. You know, McIntosh is, is a sneaky pick. He's <laughs> this is where he picked. gets dicey oh dicey is being nice okay <laughs> he goes receiver tight end i literally do not care free agency and what uh waiver wire flyers all year long Ooh, he's going no wide receiver. Um, so that's not a terrible strategy
0: from- i'll say this if you were to go into a draft and that that's what you were going to do nope and you just load it up on running back and quarterback then that's
1: fine you- but i guarantee you that's not how he drafts okay i didn't say it was and yeah. i i gave him my essentially my comment was kobe gif levels of soft with that response <laughs> he said too many variables at play injuries quarterback coordinator no thank you it's not worth the investment i'll use my last three roster spots and just pick up the best receivers the first month of this season which makes me think does he think that like like Macintosh is like probably a last round of the draft type guy, which is respect, appreciate it. I mean, Dart's like a 10 or 12 rounder. Like, so is he thinking that I'm like we're asking for like the last round type guys? Cause that's not what we're doing, because that's no. what he's suggesting.
0: Yeah, like he's like talking like sleepers almost, like guys that no. aren't that aren't getting. You can't
1: the, throw Dart in there if you're no. gonna talk sleepers. No. That's just not how it works.
0: Well, maybe he is he's saying that because everybody's like down on Dart, he's like no I'm gonna go um dart I'm by the way my pick is up in this in this eliminator draft Andrew just picked who are you who are you considering he's gone three straight quarterbacks he went Millen Cordero and now Chandler Morris um I'm considering I need I need running back because I was pretty light
1: okay who who's available at running back
0: um what round is this this is 17. There's okay. Garwo, Garwo, uh, Mangum, mm. Hold on, uh, validate no, Mm-mm. Um let's see, here's your Ratkovich.
1: <laughs> Don't ever say that out loud again, please. I hate that guy.
0: Darius Jefferson, Nate Noel.
1: I think Noel's the best of the bunch so far. Devin Neal. Devin Neal's. I, I don't like Devin Neal all that much, but consensus is that that's a good pick. I think, like, at the 17th round, that's a good pick. I would do that.
0: Neal, I like him fine.
1: Um just other guys that I don't love. Uh, yeah, I'd go Neal. I'd go Neal. I mean, I think, oh man, I think he's getting picked, like, you know, yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13th round. So
0: yeah I'm, I think that's where I'm gonna go. Neil sounds good I need another running back anyway so back to our
1: our stream here
0: um you want to finish up with his, his mm. thrashing is he done
1: I will say there are there are degenerate fans of ours that I have more respect and uh, appreciation for and and more um I expect more out of them mm. I'm not saying I'm mad. At ATL Dan, I'm just disappointed. Do you know if Corey Cavender came in here and said the same thing? I mean, I might block him for a week. Like that would be like the same level of disappointment. So, both of you guys don't ever come in here with that sauce. Does
0: ATL Dan live near you? Like within? He lives in Atlanta.
1: I don't know where he lives exactly. I think we need to get like a ATL group together between myself (laughs) and Alfred from C2C. And Jared, obviously, who's a you know he's in Savannah right now, but he's he was in Athens. I imagine at some point he's going to be moved to a suburb of Atlanta. Um, and Dan, uh, we probably have a couple other Atlians in here, so possible. We need to get together. But I just am disappointed, you know, when you, when you see a, a common old school name like a Cavender, like a like an Atl Dan, you expect more out of him, and for Dan to just. Go so soft on the receiver tight end. It was it was disappointing. Disappointing to you. All right,
0: let's go ahead and move to our win totals series. I've already got the three teams picked out. They were all three from the Discord. Um, which, by the way, if you have not joined the Discord, please do so. Um, the link should be in the description to this YouTube video, mm-hmm. so you should be able to click it from there and join. Uh, I could be mistaken if if not there. Please let me know. Um, let's see here. Let's go to our win totals. Let's do it. That's not what I wanted. Why is it on a different thing? I'll fix that. Boom! North Carolina,
1: they got the old double bye week, which is uh-huh. like you know, it's it's hurt me for me picking them in fantasy. Yeah, you know. But uh, this, think, they're going to be an intriguing uh, I think their schedule
0: day. starts out, obviously, Florida AM and m um, should be a win. Mm-hmm. But at App, App State seems tricky.
1: Man, the thing is, right, Like you have App State, this returns a bunch of dudes. Yeah, they're right? going to be like a tough, return,
0: tough game regardless, but you're playing have, them at their place. Yeah.
1: The only thing that would make it harder is if it was like a Thursday or Friday night. It's not. It's a Saturday at noon. Right. Do you think maybe UNC shows up sleepy? Like, that's like the thing that I think could also hurt them, right? Like, it, do they show up?
0: That and they're breaking in a new quarterback.
1: Well, they, this will be the second week. Yeah. And they're going to come off an awesome game against AM, and right? Yeah. I'm not against saying App State, right? Like I'm I'm certainly not, but I'm just thinking, man, this is just not.
0: If App State's for real in terms of G5s, North Carolina shouldn't be that huge of a test.
1: I mean, North Carolina, as a Virginia Tech fan, I can say this. They showed up a year or two or three ago, whatever it was, and they opened up the season against Tech, Mm -hmm. and Tech was not the better team. We did have the crowd advantage. We were at home, and we had, um, like, yeah. But we also have, you know, first game of season. You know, you get the inner Sam Man going; it gets a little bit crazy. And and we beat him. Like we beat Sam Howell, right? Like, right. and Sam Howell was, was great that year. Um, this whoever set that schedule up should be should be docked a point or two because, like, this is just setting him up for failure here. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm cool with giving App State a win
1: i like giving absate the win i think absate's going to be they have a senior quarterback senior 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 quarterback and chase bryce right and then they have two old running backs that are both good um that are both way. really good and i think they have a couple Which, receivers that are way, like returner type so
0: by the way talking with brian from cfb dynasty he was saying that you know he he reads the the phil steele magazine he's like you know when i, I don't know something i read what phil steele has to say i know we like to have our own opinions but he says he has cameron peoples as a all-conference running back
1: i mean i believe it it's more a mix of which one you like more so it's it's that might be the surprising part is that it's people's not noel right so you have but that's it like i think both of them are great but you
0: have two running backs that are are very good so i like you said a very senior loaded team and if they're if they're for real they can beat North Carolina breaking in a new quarterback. Like, I think I feel yeah, like that's there's crazy. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of routes to UNC being garbage more than like Ab State being just straight garbage, right? Like, right. what if Drake May is bad, right? Like, he plays great against AM, They're up by 49-0 at the half because <laughs> of a couple of defensive and return TDs and a rushing touchdown or two. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, you know, May's like eight for 10 for 170 and two touchdowns. You think he's good, but then he plays a real team and he gets hit in the mouth. You know, like I think right. that's a, a a decent, not a great likelihood, but a decent enough. So I think, like, sitting here today, I think App State's the move.
0: I think so too. I'll go ahead and agree with that. App State with the win. So they're one and one and they get at Georgia State week three. I think they win that game. They gotta that mm-hmm. Game. Mm-hmm. got to win that game. Got to win that game. Like, they cannot. So they can't come out of that one and two. Going into the buy, because then I think they lose coming off the buy to Notre Dame.
1: Agreed on both accounts there.
0: So I think they're now two and two after the Notre Dame game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Virginia I, Tech. I'm gonna let you talk about this one.
1: I, you know, I don't think Tech is there yet. I think like with the new staff and like the recruiting is gonna be delayed a little bit. Like I, I like. I think I would like UNC more than Virginia so, Tech. Unfortunately. Question.
0: If Virginia Tech played App State, who would you
1: pick? App State, yeah, without a doubt. So, like, that, I think that's like to me, App State over Tech is is way easier to predict. Okay. So, so that vindicates what I'm, what my selection. So here you're gonna have to UNC. be North Carolina. I'm gonna yeah. trust
0: your judgment there and go with North Carolina. Um, at, and then they come out for that and they get at Miami. That's a loss, right? Gotta be.
1: Like Chris, yeah i think's so. got that think thing so. rolling
0: right now man like the recruiting has been yeah. on fire like i think i think that they're gonna be fired up to play this year. They, they got gonna, good players yeah
1: you got a good coach in there that knows what he's doing he's right. seasoned that can command a locker room and like mm-hmm. it, it can tighten things up right like you get some sure. uh some senior leadership type situations right and uh i mean they have enough talent spread out that like if, if there are issues in terms of, like, leadership and, like, what we're supposed to do, right? That's the crazy part with college kids is that, like, they can be amazing, but, like, they just take a week off because they think they're hot shit, and they just <laughs> get pummeled by Utah State, right? Like, right. that's just kind of how college football works in a sense. Yeah.
0: All right. So, they lost to Miami, they come back at Duke, rivalry game. They win that.
1: The rivalry. Yeah, I'm a, Duke, North
0: Carolina, I'm just saying. Like that. Uh,
1: for for some yeah. reason I was like, Miami Duke is not a rivalry, no, no, no. but yeah. you're right. You're, Duke, in Carolina, theory. Like right, in basketball more so
0: than football, but it's still a, yeah. it's still tobacco road, right? You know, yep. So I think they beat Duke. They get this, the double bye week, the second bye, and then they go homecoming against Pitt. I, th- I think they win.
1: Yeah, I think they're both kind of in the same boat, um, having to replace mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Um, re- running backs are not ne- like a lot of talent, but nothing necessarily proven. Then you look at receiver; you got Downs over over Mumfield, uh, and then you look at defense. I think they're, I think Pitt's probably got the upper hand on defense, but with it at being at home, coming off a bye week. And uh, playing Duke before that, they're probably feeling nice and jacked up, going into bye week, you know, motivated to try to get closer to to bowl uh, eligibility. I think I think they won that one, yeah.
0: And then they go at UVA.
1: That I mean, everybody thing. says UVA sucks now, so I, I pick UVA, in the bag win, right? I pick UVA. Well, that's not what well. everybody else is saying.
0: Well, we're not everybody else, Chris.
1: Hmm. That's fair. Um are we split on this?
0: We'll come back. I, this, we,
1: we can come I, back. I this. will leave I'm fine with UVA. I'm fine with UVA. It's I at think, UVA. So Yeah, I think with UVA, man, I think we'll I'll tell you what, like we'll know in three weeks who's yeah. gonna win that game. I think that like once we see UVA play a real team, we'll know who wins that game. Yeah, uh, but I'm cool with going UVA. I, I've been pro UVA as much as I hate them as a Tech fan, so I'm I will go UVA. I'm good with that.
0: And then they follow that up at Wake Forest. Whew. Whew. That's an offensive I, onslaught two weeks in a row.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's the tough part here, right? Is that you get? I think they lose to Wake Forest. They I like Wake my Forest. Gut, my gut reaction was. Was lost, yeah, yeah. So they lose Wake Forest and they
0: close out with Georgia Tech and NC State at home. NC State's the darling of the ACC right now,
1: yeah. I think they go win loss, yeah. I don't think they beat NC State, but Georgia, either. which by the way, if we want to squeeze in a fourth one, we haven't okay. done Georgia Tech yet, have we? Um, I don't
0: know. I'll have to I look, at our, I'll look at our spreadsheet here in a second, but um, I so I agree win loss there to close out. So let's recap. So they got win, uh, win, win, win against Virginia Tech. So there's three. Win against Duke is four. We have them beating Pitt. Yes. Winning, so that's five. And they go loss, loss, wins. So they have six wins.
1: Six and six? Six and six. If I had to look it up, I would imagine that Miami's over-under is like seven and a half. Miami's
0: or North Carolina's?
1: Oh yeah, North Carolina.
0: Carolina. <laughs> Say we're not doing Miami. We're doing North Carolina. So North Carolina, I, I don't have the. Um, I can pull it up though. Give me one second. I pull um, it up real quick. It's this was posted. Oh, it's updated. So
1: seven and a half. Okay. Well, this was posted on July 6th Yep. This
0: is the nineteenth. So seven and a half still. Um, we're so we're at six. Um. Am going to win this auction? I, my Ben Wallace card that I'm bidding on. All oh, right. boy. Um, I may have just won the, the good one. I but anyway, we'll move to the second one. Arizona.
1: Mm. This um, should be quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is this is interesting. We talked about uh, them on the Chase and the Natty um, that was posted yesterday. They just had, they had an amazing recruiting class Mm -hmm. and they lost a lot of key guys and they kind of like replaced them offensively, at least with like this, like the same positions. So like, they're going to be super young, right? So I think while they might have a horrible record, they will have some potential and some, and some upside in the future, just not necessarily yet.
0: So we'll go ahead and start through them. At San Diego State, that's a tough opener.
1: At I mean, at, not I don't know if like at San Diego State's like that much of a like a thing, but like
0: no, I'm not saying that. It's, it's nice just, to be. I, no, a I'm just saying team. like
1: it's yeah, it's a good team. It's nice to be at home. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like San Diego State. I know, me too. I just don't. I yeah. I, I wish was, I knew more about teams' defenses because. If I thought that San Diego State's defense was kind of weak, then I mm-hmm. would go Arizona. But I don't know much about them. Right. I'm I'm down to go that the way the uh, Aztecs for sure.
0: Cool. Then we go Mississippi State. You get them at home. I think it's a loss.
1: <sighs> yeah, I would say the same. I mean, that's t- <laughs> it's
0: gonna be two offenses just throwing it all over the place.
1: <laughs> that's gonna be a fun game to watch. We yeah. got. Oh my God! That's an 11 p.m. Yeah, 11 p.m. Eastern. Ooh, I think I have a wedding that weekend. It's either either great or at 11 p.m. I might be okay.
0: Right. Well, I think it's a loss. So that's two. They're 0 and two. Then they come back with possibly the worst FCS team you could play. Yeah. North Dakota State.
1: I'm not sure they win that. I don't know if they win that either. I'm going to say loss. Yeah, I think I think the money would be on them losing.
0: Then Okay, at Cal, after the starting 0-3, they go at Cal. I think Cal is the worst team of
1: those four. I think they win Cal. I think, think they, can they, win go at, they go to Cal and win. I think the safe bet is to say they win. Yeah. Um. So that's what I would go with.
0: So they got a win. Then they get Colorado. I think they could win that one at home.
1: At home, yes. They I win agree. that. And yep. then they go
0: yep. you get Oregon at home and lose. Loss. At Washington, I think I think it's a loss.
1: Yeah.
0: And they get the off week. Then they get homecoming against USC. Loss. Yeah. At Utah, loss. At UCLA, loss. Washington state uh, I go Lost loss, I go Arizona lost. state loss Arizona state doesn't have much
1: is this the difference between two and three wins uh it looks that way
0: I mean because we didn't give them any of the, uh, the first like they beat Cal they beat Colorado and then they lose out till Arizona state so between two and three
1: I think we have to give Arizona State the win.
0: So we're giving them two.
1: Yeah, I think we're giving them two. By the way, they are favorites or they are underdogs against San Diego State to open the season. Five oh. and a half point favorite, Ooh. or I'm sorry, underdogs. Interesting. Um, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be a bad <laughs> year. So,
0: well. You want to know what their Vegas total is?
1: I was trying to find it. It's got to be three and a half or four. It's two and a half.
0: <laughs> so we're right on it. We're right on the number. You said two, maybe three. Let's just go two. I think two. Like I don't feel so terrible about two anymore. Like I don't. It, if I that mean, had said four and a half, I'd have probably been like, ugh. I, then we gotta give him. You would have to give him one of those games, but no, we're gonna stick with our our pick. Two is perfect. Yep. Um, so the last one, well, we'll do a fourth one, but here's the third one I had already picked out Oklahoma. Yeah, this one, this one's interesting, like not the game, but like this, the, the team in general, um, it's a big change. Obviously Lincoln Riley going to USC, um, Venables coming in a defensive minded coach coming in to coach a historically good offense in Oklahoma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, obviously I think talent wise, they're better than pretty much every team minus maybe one or two on this list mm-hmm. um, or on the schedule, but it just depends on how they play. Like, are they, Yeah, I
1: think, I think a, a guy like Venables might help them, you know, yeah. like I feel like if uh... they could, if they could
0: ever get to where their defense was adequate like, they were a force. Mm-hmm. It's the problem. Every year, it was like, oh, Oklahoma's defense has stepped up. They're going to be better. And then they get exposed against, like, Kansas. And yeah. it's like a brawl. It's like a 48 to 38 shootout against with Kansas. And there's no reason they should even be in a game with Kansas.
1: So I don't know what people think about, like, Lincoln Riley and, like, some of, like, the intangibles of coaching. Mm-hmm. But, like... You know, if Venables can give them some um, discipline, some strength in defense, Mm -hmm. some knowledge and understanding of, like, how to protect a lead, like, they're going to be in a lot of those situations where all of that stuff will be awesome, right? Like, there's no reason for them to be down to, like, Kansas State or TCU or Kansas. But, like, it almost feels like with Lincoln Riley... That could have happened, and they just didn't know how to play. Yeah, like, they didn't know how to play from ahead. They didn't have to how to play from behind. Um, And I'm sure like Nate's going to come in here if he listens to this. <laughs> he's going to come in here and and scrutinize all this. But like, you know, I they didn't have any issue with Kansas, obviously. But like, they had you know they didn't they didn't go 12 and 0. You know, and they had the talent to do it. Like, did you? I saw a tweet today about like the 2017 Oklahoma. Uh, offense did you see that
0: uh-uh.
1: it was like insane the the names on that list of like their starters their guys uh and they did win the national championship right. so if like venables can give them a defense to go on top of that or like are there little intangible things that like a coach can provide like um we talked about with southern miss right like where their coach could potentially give them some chemistry some uh wins just because like People care. Like, mm-hmm. I think Oklahoma could take that leap from like 10 wins to like 11, 12 wins, which, you know, obviously would be amazing. Yeah, for sure. And this week, this off the the schedule is not that hard.
0: No, like, they're going to open up with pretty much three surefire wins.
1: Yeah. Utah, yeah.
0: Kent State at Nebraska. Like, I think that's 3 0.
1: Kansas, yeah, I think that's I a think no chatter. Kansas
0: doubter. State, I think they win that one. Kansas State's always a tough team to kind of play, mm-hmm. but you're getting them at home. You're not going to Manhattan to play them. Um, yeah, I think I think that's four zero oh. at TCU's tricky. Uh,
1: I I TCU's would hundred percent. Yeah. The, the problem is they don't even know who their quarterback is, really, right? right? Like, right. I think so I'm going to gonna go. Yeah, I think Oklahoma's is the team there. Yeah. TCU is not a cakewalk by any means, right? But if you can't even tell me who your quarterback is, then like, and I know your two quarterbacks are Duggan and Morris, then like, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Oklahoma, no doubt. And this is
0: where you really kind of have the well first hiccup, I think. Texas at the Cotton Bowl, yeah.
1: Well, you heard the old JLo stat, the Jennifer Lopez stats. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. They have won eleven games. Texas has won eleven games. I think it was, in every year that Lopez has gotten married. Mm. So, does so that Texas does that change win. your? Yeah. So, does that change your opinion on I
0: this was going to pick Texas anyway.
1: So you're pro JLo.
0: I guess, <laughs> <laughs> if that's what that means. I I, I think. Everybody says, Oh, Texas is back. You know, like I'm not going that far, but I think Texas, this is a game they always show up in regardless if they're back or not. Right. It's always seems to be a game. And everybody, after this game, everyone's "Oh, Texas is back. Anyway, I think Texas is just, their offense is going to put up a lot of points. Maybe they're more fun than good. Like Andrew says with, and he hates Texas too, by the way, but maybe they're, they're like Tennessee. They're just more fun than good. But we sure like to take a lot of their players high in drafts for them not to be good.
1: Well, this could be a defense thing. Do we think that Venables comes in here and provides a defense for Oklahoma? Uh, Any, do we think it's maybe too soon? Do you think he needs another year or two to really instill what he's what defense he's really travels. good at? Travels,
0: they say defense travels, right? But defense has he had enough time? Like you're saying, like has he had enough time to instill a defense? That's good enough. I'm picking Texas to win that game.
1: I'm going to go Texas as well, but it's going to be super close. I you uh-huh. know like Yeah, I think it's it be close anyway. Yeah, I don't the, I think the only thing that would surprise me is if one wins by like 30. 35-31 you know? like, type game. No, no, no. no. I'm saying it, one the only thing that would I think both oh. of them are very comparable. They're both very good teams. I would expect the game to be within 14 points, uh, 14 points right. 100%. That's a, The only I mean, thing that I mean, would surprise me is if one of them wins by over thir- like 28 to, to 30. Yeah, that would surprise <laughs> me yeah. for sure. There's All just right. too many good offensive players mm-hmm. in offense I feel like in college like can can beat up a defense. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um so we're going to say Texas wins that game. So now they're 5 and 1.
1: I mean, this Over is where this it gets easy, right? And they, they win beat
0: Kansas six and yeah. one. They'll be mad that they lost to Texas, and they're going to come back and beat the brakes off of Kansas. So six and one, they get the bye week. They go to Ames at Iowa State off of the bye. I, th- I think they win.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like, I like them winning the rest of the way. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I didn't know who the last game was, but. Texas Tech doesn't scare me at all. No, the like State them.
0: ones, that one, that one's going to be a good one. Bedlam's going be to
1: be tough, but like you're looking at shaping, you're looking at it. Tavick yeah. Williams, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who have they got out wide? Nothing crazy. They'll have a good defense, and Aranda is amazing as a coach. Yeah. But like Venables is also a very good coach. He's a well rounded mm-hmm. coach. Um, I think this will be a really good game. I think this has the Baylor game has potential to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would lean, uh, I would lean Oklahoma at home. Okay,
0: so you're saying, I mean, I can, I can get by with winning out. So that's saying Oklahoma is 11 and one.
1: I think 11 and one is what I would go with. I think Oklahoma State is going to be tough. Yeah, but I would lean Oklahoma. I, I wonder.
0: I, I'll, I'll agree with you and say it's 11. Um, their win total. You want know to what their win total is? It's got to be like
1: be? ten, nine and a nine, half. I was gonna say nine and a half or ten. I think yeah. I think
0: that just comes with the uncertainty of if you put it at a ten and a half, eleven, people are just gonna hammer the under and hope. Yeah, you can't and hope you can't do- and hope for the, um, I guess the the growing pains of a new coach and a new system. Like that, yeah, they're gonna be good. They're gonna be talented, but they may not be as good as they have been in years past.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a nine and a half comes from the fact that they play uh, Texas, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Texas. Oklahoma State. Yeah. And then, if you wanted to get kind of tricky, there's Iowa State's in there. Yeah. They're obviously a good team. Um, you know, what if Texas Tech is like rolling? What Donovan if their Smith. offense is Donovan moving? Smith
0: slinging it around? He's
1: slinging it around. <laughs> you know, like I think nine and a half is the right number. Yeah,
0: because if uh, if you were if, if you said all right, I have a hundred bucks, I have to bet Oklahoma. You're going over. I'm going over, nine but I,
1: I I wouldn't like for me. I wouldn't say when you said nine and a half, I was kind of thinking nine and a half. I can't go under. At no point was I thinking. I love that bet to go over. Yeah, like, I you know I I said eleven there, but at no point was I like. There's yeah. other teams I would easily say I loved more than that.
0: Because if you say under let's say you, you at nine and a half, you go under this. You're saying nine wins or worse. You're with, they're winning the first five games. We said, right. They're going to be yeah. Kansas. There's six. So you're saying that they don't win three of those last five games.
1: Yeah. That's the tricky part, right? Is that yeah. they almost have like between, um, I think it's what UTEP, Kent state, Nebraska, yeah. Kansas. That's four guineas. And yeah. I don't like West Virginia all that much. That's five. You're like, yeah. So then, all I have to do is go four and, uh, or what, five and three to the rest of the way. And the schedule's not that crazy um, with those other teams. So,
0: do you want to do a fourth team while we're here? Let's
1: round it out with Georgia Tech. Somebody, somebody, I I didn't have them prepped. No, you're fine. It's on me. Somebody was tweeting out that, like, um, this ACC Georgia Tech schedule is just brutal. Have you seen the schedule? Uh Oh, it's so bad. Like this is like the schedule of someone trying to get fired. <laughs> That's all it is. All right. This will be really quick. We'll be done in 30 they seconds. They
0: open up in Atlanta, Mercedes Benz against Clemson.
1: I don't care who's quarterback, yeah. they lose. Clemson's winning that
0: game. Western Carolina, they win that. They win that they one. Win yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Ole Miss. Ugh, loss. Oh, loss. At UCF. Loss. Loss. At Pitt. Probably, I think a, that's a loss. A loss, I think it's
1: defense is yeah. always pretty good at Pitt. Yeah, I don't, I'm not scared of Jeff Sims. You yeah. know, they lost Gibbs. Yep. Give me a loss.
0: Yeah. Um, phone's blowing up here. I don't know. Oh boy. Here we go. I don't, I don't know what it is, but um, Duke homecoming against Duke. we oh, will win against Duke. Yeah. All right. Uh, then they that's go. That's two wins. Then they have the bye week. And then they come back off the bye against Virginia.
1: That's a, I think that's a loss.
0: Yeah. I think so too. Loss. Then they at Florida State. Loss. I mean, I think this is
1: probably one of the closer ones. Because it's Florida State. They haven't really done what they're supposed to. I think in it's the a lot. loss. But I think it's a loss.
0: Then Virginia Tech.
1: I think it's a loss.
0: Is at Virginia Tech. Yep. So it's a loss. Uh, by the way, the UVA game was off a buy on a Thursday. At home. Yeah, at home, but
1: I don't think they Yeah, they're not going to win that one. Oh, goodness. Then – Yeah, what, it it's only gets better.
0: And then they play Miami. They get them at home, but that's a loss. Loss. At North Carolina, who did we pick?
1: We picked North Carolina. And North
0: Carolina, so another loss. And then Georgia lost. So they're winning, yeah, what, one a... game?
1: No, 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 no. They're winning – Two uh, games. Two games. West – Western, Western Carolina, Carolina Duke. Duke. That's it, and that's it. I told you we'd be done in thirty seconds, I mean, This is so a quick Georgia one. Tech,
0: they, you know what their over under is?
1: It's got to be three and a half. Bingo. And we have them winning two games. Look at us. Whatever. I think the formula for guessing over over unders for teams is you go through it, and then if you're really confident in it, like for this one, like, because we were so low, you add yeah. one, one and a half. If we were like high, you minus half or one. Like, I yeah. think that's the formula. Right.
0: So when we win millions of dollars off of our win totals this year,
1: when our when our followers <laughs> win millions of dollars this year right. and they tip us through PayPal at Chris K Uh Yes. We'll be running this back that's and everybody great. will also be be made millionaires.
0: Well, I think that's, we've gone over an hour, hour 15 almost, and I think a couple little hiccups in terms of um, audio and just kind of getting everything kind of working with our new setup here. Um, as you guys can see here, follow us, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, Chris is trying to point up there but
1: it's, i'm it's not good at the whole pointing <laughs> thing i'm like the opposite here
0: and as you can see available on apple Podcasts, spotify and google podcasts um i didn't i actually didn't upload it to google Podcasts, but apparently it it pulls it forever and
1: <laughs> it just does it without it was there
0: so people somebody told me it was on there so if that's what you use go for it um we would really appreciate it leave us a review also um positive reviews more you know or more appreciated than negative ones but if you truly don't like it then i guess i can't tell you not to i mean if you have a negative
1: review uh, we we uh, welcome the the feedback right. just hit us up tweet us and and let us know what you think yeah. i mean check right. us out guys follow us if you're not in if you're in the discord and not following us then like we're going to kick you out like it'll be a week <laughs> from now but it, you'll be gone yeah. uh but yeah we welcome feedback you know what do you want to see what do you want to hear about like I mean, we're pretty laid back individuals that don't come prepared with anything so we're right. totally cool with taking an idea 30 minutes before the show so this really the
0: best way to get a hold of us is you can either you know tweet us but the discord is really kind of where everything Sure really fire way yep um and we got a lot of stuff going on we have exclusive leagues that we've we've done um and just pretty much any college football discussion just not not even just limited to college football we talk about whatever in there um but i think if we can grow this discord i think it's gonna be a great community for just college football college fantasy football fans to, yeah just to to really hang out and it's free there's no subscription or anything like you just join and have a good time and
1: um, we got some real degenerates in there you guys <laughs> will love them yeah. you know if you're listening to this and not in the discord y- your people are in there you yeah. know so
0: yeah if you're looking for like a, a, like an in crowd, that's the one you need to be in.
1: Mm-hmm. Watch it. if you're, mm-hmm. if you're
0: an hour and 16 minutes into this video or into this stream podcast, that you need to be in
1: the discord. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's for you for sure. So,
0: but, um, that's all we got today. Um, until next time, hopefully we got Andrew back with us, but until next time